Welcome to the PDA podcast with your host, Vinny and Philip Redeemed. PDA is our public display of affection towards Christ. We want to take you on a love journey into encounter intimacy and long-lasting relationship with God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Sharing our personal encounters with God so we can collectively, as His bride, learn more about the heart, the love, and the character of our husband, Jesus. Every episode, we will share testimonies, stories about our day-to-day life life walking with him along with our special guest that we invite onto our show. Now let's go give him a bunch of smooches. <laughs> let's give him some smoochies. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> What's up, Vinny? What's up, Philip? PDA back again. Yeah. Show, showing showing the public display of affection to our to our viewers. PD, he's worthy. back again with yeah. a public display of affection. Yeah, <laughs> and so so we got a we got a special guest, man. This this man has been a mentor in my life. He's yeah, he has spoken into me. He has prayed for me. Uh, I, I he mentors another friend of mine who it, it just has tremendous growth and. Mm. I just see the story in his eyes, and I just want to just honor him real quick and yeah. just get give God glory for his life. And so, uh, welcome, Danny Chiamara. Hey, welcome, man. I'm so excited to be here with you guys. Yeah. And so, uh, th- this these episodes where we bring guests on, I just want to just give them like th- pretty much the entire show. <laughs> yeah, come on. But just to like hear hear their stories or testimonies uh it, it that's what we're trying to pull out and so man we're just gonna start just start wherever you like danny what do you feel led <laughs> uh I, I first and foremost feel led to acknowledge the fact that i was dead in my trespasses and i was worthy of hell yes i was absolutely just you want to sorry i'll cut this out yeah it, don't worry because we can edit this yeah yeah you want to turn the mic just toward your mouth just so hey yeah. sorry i couldn't really hear you too much How's that? There you go. Boom. Is that better? Yeah, maybe it's scoot up some. No, I got you. There you go. <laughs> yeah, sound check one, two. Sound check one, two. Sorry, like this? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yep. Sorry, Is it meant Danny. to be a direct shot? Yeah. 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 Yep. All right, sorry. Okay, let's kick it back. Yeah. My apologies. No, you're all right. <sighs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, I pray that we don't have to edit much. Yeah, yes, I'm Lord. using a one shot. Guy. I'm ready to go. <laughs> Praise the Lord. All right. Yeah. So wherever you want to kick us off, Danny. Sorry. So first and foremost, man, um, I, I I'm one of those people that I love the ones that are the farthest away from Christ because they're the ones that have the greatest encounter. And for mm. me, I couldn't get further away from him than when I was full-blown in addiction. I was an alco- uh, alcoholic. Uh, I was hopeless. I was hate-filled. I was angry. But most of all, I was what they would call an atheist. I was one of those people that would challenge anybody that God was not real. Come so on. you couldn't get further away than being in the enemy's camp right. trying to be his mouthpiece, right? But in this moment, and, and I just want to I don't like to talk a lot, and this is for the viewers. If you ever give a testimony, it's 90% Christ and 10% your story. Yeah. He owns the story, not Come you. On, yeah. So this is where it was. I was I was at the end of my rope. I was down to 100 pounds. I was puking blood. I was on a sidewalk yeah. in Chapel Hill, North Carolina, and I was dying. The doctors had told me that I was dying. I crawled back to the apartment I was in, and at that point, I just lost it. I was I was getting sick. 
Um, the I was bleeding from my throat, from the top of my stomach, the bottom of my stomach. Uh, I was coughing blood. I was puking blood. If I sneezed, blood would co- My vessels were just shot from all the drugs and alcohol. Wow. But here's what happened. I'm in this bathroom, and I'll never forget this. It's the most powerful prayer I ever spoke in my life. It was, God, if you're real, save me. <laughs> so the <laughs> yeah. ones that get far away from God, this is for you. If you're real, save me. Doesn't It sounds half-hearted. It doesn't even sound honest. It doesn't sound real. But to my father's ears, it was the prodigal son coming home. And in that moment, he wanted to clothe me. He wanted to have a feast. I wasn't ready for it. I didn't know what was going on. But when I said, if you're real, the light in the room filled up so much. It, I always say it this way. If you could take a toilet paper tube uh-huh. and all of the sun's energy comes through that tube and just zap me right in the head. Come like on. I had a Saul to Paul moment where I got blinded by the light of the Lord. Yeah, I chalked it up to a, a, a drug-induced coma because yeah. that's, that made sense to an atheist, right? Well, fast forward, I get back to Cincinnati. I'm, you know, my, my parents come and get me and all this stuff, and, and uh, I was really sick. I get back. I'm getting nursed back to health. I'm eating ice cream and all this fatty stuff, and I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm up to a buck ten. People, I'm killing it now. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm starting to get some weight on me. But uh, I meet this woman who's named Amber, who is now my wife, and uh, she was pivotal in me coming into the kingdom wow. because she helped explain some of this stuff to me. So she's telling me about this and church and all this stuff, and I'm like, "There's no way in hell I'm going to your church. That's where all the hypocrites and the liars. I'm not going there." Yeah. Well, I watch her day and night, night and day, day and night, night and day. She's praying. She's praying. She's praying. My wife is a prayer warrior. So she's praying and praying and praying, right? Never once, never once did she invite me to church. Wow. Wow. She didn't have to. She was praying that my soul would receive (laughs) Jesus Christ. Come on. That my heart would be transformed, that my mind would be transformed. She's praying the stuff that we need to be praying for the lost. We don't need to invite them to church. We need to invite them to the table, have Mm. a meal with them, and love on them because that's what I got, and that's what brought me into the kingdom. Fast forward a little bit more. I go to church. The preacher preaches the prodigal son. The choir sings Amazing Grace, and... I cry like a two-year-old baby the entire time. I mean, I, I'm ugly crying. I got snot bubbles. I'm like doing, you know, one of these with my sleeve, and I'm just a hot mess. Afterwards, I go up, and uh, I talk to the preacher, and I'm like, yeah, man, th- th- this is kind of cool. What do I need to do? Yeah. He gets me in touch with some people. Fast forward a little bit more. Remember, I was drug-induced coma guy with the light coming in. God sends a man into my life that does not know me. It's called a stranger. And this stranger said, <laughs> this stranger said, what does this mean? I see you hunched over a toilet. The, the tile is black and white. Wow. There's a turquoise shower curtain and there's a blue towel on the back of the door. What does that mean to you? And I started crying and I said, sir, that was the room I was in when I said, God, if you're real, save me. And he said, son, I don't do this much, but I'm, I'm sent by the Lord to remind you that you had a Come divine on. encounter with him. Wow. Divine encounter. This man didn't know me, didn't know my story. So now, now I'm geeking, right? Yeah, I'm like, ooh, yeah. something, something's up. So I go back to the church after I start reading the Bible. If you don't read your Bible, uh, man shall not live on bread alone, but every word that comes from God's mouth, you're malnourished if you're not reading it. So yeah. I start reading my Bible, right? And I get into it, and I find this passage in James chapter 5. It says, if one of you are sick, go to the church, have the elders anoint you with oil and pray over you. Confess your sins and you'll be healed. Yeah. I'm like, bet. I'm calling the church like, yeah. elders, I, assemble the team, man. I'm ready to get healed. I'm ready to get healed. Come on. So I'm doing this, right? And I go there. They lay hands on me. And all of a sudden, there's a vortex. Just Whoa. like I'm in the middle of a, of a tornado. 
and Dude. I am freaking out. This man. is releasing healing too. I feel Dude, it. Dude, I feel it too. But listen, <laughs> ooh, yeah, it's releasing glory. Every yeah, time yeah. you tell your testimony, you give Shot glory to God, glory. and you smack the devil in the face. They overcame him by the blood of the lamb ooh. and the word of their testimony. You need to start hitting him with your testimony. Yeah. So I'm reading James five. Right, I go there. The psh, vortex. I'm freaking out. <laughs> Two weeks this. later, I go and I get a scope done. Now I was bleeding at the top of my throat. Down here, the pyloric sphincter, the bottom of the stomach. My stomach was ulcerated, which means it looked like uh, concrete. It's supposed to look like smooth tissue. Oh, wow. It looked like concrete. It was oh, all wow. rough and bumpy, and it was black. And How'd that happen? From all the drugs and okay, alcohol. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, got, I got really good at snorting things along the way, man, and it destroyed my body. Yeah. But this is what I want to say to you. When they did the scope, the doctor came to me, and he said, Son, I've been practicing medicine for 34 years, and I don't know how to describe this. So mm. I, wow, lightweight believing right now, I'm like, I'm going to die. Lightweight That's believing. clearly <laughs> what he came to tell me. He said, in 34 years, I've never seen an ulcerated stomach look like this. Wow. And he shows me the picture. It's bright pink. And quote, these are his words, you have the stomach of an eight-year-old boy. At eight is when I stopped believing in God. At eight years old, my parents got divorced. At eight, I prayed to God. This is why I became an atheist. My parents got divorced. I prayed to God, and it didn't get answered. He didn't restore my family. He didn't bring them back together. So I'm like, bump you. Now, I got to say this part, and I'll get back to the story. 25 years go by. My parents are now remarried, by the way. They've been remarried for eight years. God answers prayers. He is the God of time. He's above it. He's outside of it. He created it. That God answered my prayer that day. I just needed 25 years to get right. (laughs) I I needed to see it. So here we are. They do the scope. I got this brand new stomach. And Brand new. I have not stopped talking about this for 15 years. Rewind. I want them to catch this. Yeah. So... You have the the ulcer, ulcerated stomach. Mm-hmm. You're sick. I mean, that, that could probably kill you. You get you get saved through a man who comes and prophesies yep. your moment at the toilet, which was bad. And my wife's praying for me. And which, your wife way, is praying for you. Hold on, real quick. She was praying for me on on uh, in September of 2007. September 9th, 2007 is the day I uttered my first prayer. God, if you're real, save me. My wow. wife was in Cincinnati at the time. Praying for her future husband. So this miracle came. Come on, on, dude. She's praying for her future husband. Came at the perfect time that testified all the way back in the past of when you cried out. Come on. Man, I just thought of that scripture. Uh, Those that call upon the name of the Lord shall be be saved. saved. Elon Musk shall be saved, by the way. Amen. Amen. Everyone. All. And that's on. why he's a whosoever God. Whosoever Amen. shall believe in the Son will have eternal Ooh, life. This Jesus. is a whosoever moment, Come including on. the drunk, drug addict atheist. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> All right, sorry. I just wanted to, like, because that was, like, pretty fast, and I caught it. I just wanted everybody yeah, else to. Yeah, Because so that's powerful. Then this is what happens. I start eating the Word of God like it is a all-you-can-eat buffet. Morning, day, <laughs> and yum, night. Yum, 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 Dude, <laughs> I went from that 100-pound drug addict to fat and happy in the kingdom. You know what I mean? Yes. I was scarfing down some manna. And uh, I'm, I'm <laughs> eating Scarfing the manna. <laughs> I'm scarfing yes. it up, man. I wasn't putting any in the tent because I knew it was coming the next day. But here I am. I'm, I'm starting uh. to eat the Word of God. And it, it started to transform me from the inside out. Mm. And I want to say two things to, to any of you out there. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, For that now you are a new creation in Christ Jesus. The old has gone, the new has come. 
The old has passed away and the new has come. Yeah. I want to pause for a minute and explain what this means. That word new in Greek is kainos, and kainos, kainos means never yes. before seen. Mm. It is brand new. And I say it this way, cavemen cooked on an open fire, but when kainos comes along, there's a new creation called an oven, and now we can create things on an oven. Come and on. then there's a microwave, and now there's a kainos. There, this new creation comes in. It's never before seen. Now I can do things in a microwave. Imagine a caveman seeing this. Right? Right. <laughs> when you become a new creation in Christ, wow. you are so brand new that you are unrecognizable. That's why the old has gone and the new has come. And this is what I say. I, I, um, I never went to AA meetings, and I'm not taking a shot at AA. But when you introduce yourself as an addict, you're introducing yourself as the old, which is gone, and not mm. claiming the new, which is there. This kinos kind is you, bro. Bam. If you're in a meeting referring to yourself as an addict, you're claiming an old identity that had you in the clutches of Satan's camp. You are new. You are not an addict. You are redeemed. Spit, you're bro. healed. You're forgiven. <laughs> Behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. They're gone. So stop calling yourself by what the enemy used to call you and start calling yourself by who God calls you. And that is this, chosen. Once you were alienated in your own mind and your evil deeds, but now I present you before my Father is holy, blameless, and free from accusation. You need to get this. When Christ comes into you, you're so new that you become holy because of Christ, not you. You become righteous because of Christ, not you. You are new because of the blood of Jesus that is entering into your body. Do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> Saying, I gotta, I gotta testify. I gotta testify because I was the ANA guy. Okay? Oh yeah, and and this is how God delivered me. This will take two seconds. Go for it, bro. But he, I was in an NA meeting. My wife was like, "You're partnering with witchcraft," and I'm like, <laughs> "I'm like, that's what my wife said." So my wife you was at listen. prayer work. Yeah, and so I'm like, "Nah, nah." <laughs> and I, and and I go into the Lord. I prayed. I asked God. I said, "Is this witchcraft? Show me." He said, go in there. I'm going to tell you exactly what to do, when to do it, and, and listen to me. I said, okay. So I go into the NA room, and, he, and, and people start sharing. They share openly, and then another person says, oh, that's exactly what I needed to hear. And the Lord said, who's that person who said that's God? And I said, I think it's like the universe or something, Lord. He said he's prophesying from a witchcraft spirit to that person, and that person has partaken in his witchcraft. He said that's why there's all kinds of chaotic stuff. And then, so he told me that. And then the next, the 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 next place we went, we went to a, a burning session where we burned defects. And then the Lord, then I realized I go up to share, and I started talking about uh, the other book. Mm. And I was talking about the Word of God, who, who the Word of God is esteemed even above His name, Come right? On. Come on. And and I I felt godly conviction and sorrow fill me, and I've never been to a meeting ever since. I I, I asked for forgiveness probably for a week. I even feel it right now, just the godly sorrow, because I I realized that I was kind of denying Christ, bro. Yeah, I was kind of denying Christ. It wasn't like. They knew I was a Christian, but man, I felt a, a resistance of declaring his name, and that was a problem for me. Yeah, and yeah. And, and I just want to say this: A A N A. That's an entry. That's a, that's come and, and eat a little yeah. bit. Even if you're getting a cracker, you're getting some nutrients. Yeah. Right? yeah. And and I've seen a lot of people's lives be led to Christ from through A A and N A, and I cheer yeah. that on all day long. Yeah. But you without, too? Yeah. praise God. Oh, come yeah. on, you too. Yeah. But without Christ, this is what I always say. 
if I can help you get sober and not saved, I have done you a disservice. Right. Mm. I want salvation. What's the yeah. point? So, yeah. <laughs> I would rather enter heaven with one eye maimed, right? This is what yeah. he's saying. Or with my hand shot. I'd rather enter heaven struggling forever to get sober, knowing that Jesus is my Lord and Savior, as opposed to getting sober and Praise never having God. Christ. That's fire, bro. Because it's true Straight freedom, up, man. It's yeah. true freedom. But here's the thing. If... Christ is in you and you are in him. Abide in me and I will abide in you. Apart from me, you can do nothing. You can't produce fruit outside of Christ. Mm. This newness that comes out of us is because Christ is in us. Yeah. So when I had this revelation and I took Christ into my life, everything changed. That's what I mean by you are a new creation and the old is gone and the new has come. Now, I'm not the only one. Let's look at Mary Magdalene. I, Mary Magdalene was a prostitute. Mm -hmm. When Jesus comes into her life, she doesn't say, I'm a prostitute that's just trying to get right. I'm a sinner. Yeah. No, she said, I was that, but now I'm following him and uh -huh. I have found everything I need. Yeah. But take Matthew. Matt, how do you go from tax collector to the scribe who writes the New Testament? <laughs> right. How do you go from Saul to Paul where you're killing Christians and all of a sudden you become a mouthpiece for God? Because when Christ comes, there's something new that happens to you. And this is what I'll say. AA, psh, we're done with that. Church, you ain't off the hook either. We have been gathering people for far too long in buildings, and I see no transformation. I don't see new. I see us being content with the old person sitting there. As long as we're gathering together and there's enough of us in one building, that's cool enough. That's not the way the gospel works. It's good news because the old is gone and the new has come. Yeah. Amen, dude. Amen. Come this on. is crazier speaking on this right now because my friend who um, that you just prophesied for on the phone, my buddy Matt, just came to the Lord. I was just sharing all this with him because about not being a sinner anymore, about being yeah. a new creation. And then you come up here, you're spitting this. This is the spirit of the Lord on this, this it, podcast it, it, right it's, now. It's the testimony. The spirit uh, testimony is the spirit of prophecy. The testimony oh, of Jesus. Jesus and I come see on. it rolling on through, man. Me too. It's like it's like stemming into the broadcast. I can see it moving. I'm I'm a seer, so I see stuff, <laughs> and that's okay. I'm weird. I, <laughs> I just like to have popcorn revelations. Hey, come, come on, shoot, dude. Do you know Jesus. about the popcorn, bro? No, I'm I'm what a the popcorn. Heck? I'm popcorn revelation, Daniel, dude. What the heck, dude? You don't even. Oh my no, god. We'll tell you. We'll tell you after this. No, but that's the way the Lord speaks. To me. Like if you hear this and you're listening, <laughs> I encourage you to go back and listen because the Jesus. Lord the Lord preaches through me whenever I talk because it's His Spirit that brings the words out of me. Mm. I don't memorize the Bible, folks. He's drawing these verses out so that they'll touch my heart and your heart. That Amen. He'll get the glory. Yes. That's all this is, is popcorn revelation. Come on. <laughs> so, Hallelujah. So in this, all right, so now I become this new creation, right? Guess what? All of us who accept Christ and have a transformation of our hearts, minds, and souls are new, but none of us are perfect. That's right, man. My testimony didn't end there. Mm -hmm. It began there. And I, I say this a lot of times to young Christians. When you come in and Jesus comes into your heart, that doesn't mean easy street. This isn't autopilot and cruise control. It says, <laughs> this is Jesus talking, right? In this world, you will you have, have trouble, trouble, but take yeah. heart. Yeah. I have overcome the world. It's he is the one that overcomes the obstacles before me. Right. And Paul says it this way, a lot of different ways, but he says it uh, that, that he basically finds joy in the suffering. Mm. He says the outward man is perishing, but the, the inward, inward man, man is being, being renewed, renewed day yeah. by day. Dude. He says that we are being transformed by renewing our mind. So my testimony began with this radical transformation. 
And then the sanctification starts happening. Yes, yep. This is where God squeezes you and breaks the yeah. things that need to be broken. Because here's what I would say. If you get I squeezed. Was fractured. <laughs> <laughs> if you get squeezed <laughs> and, and whining comes out of you instead of the wine of Jesus, Come on. we got a problem. That's mm-hmm. where he wants to sanctify us. And I just want yeah. to say this to everybody on this on this podcast that's mm-hmm. listening. The Lord is in the refining of his bride right yes, now. He is. Just look around. Yep. Every one of us is going through intense like uh, refining periods with God. I'm in the fire oh, yeah. with him. I just got out. Breaking me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I might go back here. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. Dude, I'm telling you, I, I, I'm in and out all the time. I yeah. know, me too, dude. Yeah. I'm like doughing a restaurant. Right. He keeps throwing me in there. I know. <laughs> I know. But this is where I was getting to that. The revelation that I caught was, and this is this is hard to understand, but I'm gonna I'm gonna try to explain it. The more that it was about him and not me, that's when my testimony really started to have power. Because mm-hmm. I, I had I'll just fast forward for you here. I get saved and all this stuff's awesome. Well then I go on a speaking tour about seven years into my salvation. Yeah. And I'm I'm dude, I'm telling you, I'm watching people in wheelchairs that haven't walked in thirty years get up and walk. On, I'm bro. watching people grow stuff out of their arms. Uh we're seeing uh prophetic words hit people in the gut like what does abortion mean to you and this lady just starts crying because the lord gives a word of knowledge and preaching to five thousand people at a time watching souls get saved Mm. and it became a lot about me Mm. it was a very powerful ministry yeah testify but this is what god does you build an altar for yourself he'll tear it down yeah, he'll tear on. it That's down. That's true, man. And I and I'm I'm here to tell you, my testimony got hotter when he tore down the altar I was building. I was doing all that work for him and in his name, yeah. but I was stealing pieces of glory along the way. Like, look yeah. what I did, God. Look what I did. Yep. yep. That's not what he wants. He wants our undivided heart, our undivided soul, mm. to be a part of his ministry. Yes. It's not mine. It's his ministry. Mm. So he yanks the carpet out from underneath me, and here's why. While I was making this altar for myself and becoming famous, I had an affair along the way. Mm. And this is where the testimony gets better for me. Yeah. My wife taught me something that I didn't understand about the kingdom. I thought I was the prince of forgiveness, man. Mm. I thought, I'm like, look, if God can forgive me, he can forgive you. He can for-. My wife had her heart ripped out and shattered by my sinful actions. Wow, man. See, I hurt myself through the drugs and alcohol. I hurt her in this moment, and she is able to teach me forgiveness and bring me— Right now, our marriage is never—it's never been better than it is right now. But it's because we had to go through this refining period. I had to be humbled. She had to be softened. And now we're we're, we're just like right hand and left hand, man. We're out there just doing things together, yeah, side by so side good. with the it. Lord, man. <laughs> so my, my testimony got a little bit better. He, he yanked the, the carpet out from, from underneath me, lost the ministry and all that stuff. And uh, I, I don't say this ever, right. but I was a professor. I got a PhD. I'm out there. I'm writing books and stuff. And I went out and made $10 an hour building rock walls for a summer as a landscaper. And it was mm. the most amazing. Of everything in my testimony, wow. that's the part that got me the most. Because it says that those who exalt themselves, he will humble. And those who humble, he will exalt. I've learned the humility. And now the exaltation's coming from God and not me. Come on, yeah. bro. That's where it's man. at. And, and that's where I'm at in my life. But the man. body of Christ, this we all need this right yes, now. This we, is so good. Dude. Uh, this is straight fire, man. We're we, getting, <laughs> thank you, dude. Yeah. We're getting hit with the humility of God yes, right now. Come on. And he's softening us and he's making us pliable. And this is what I've learned. 
the greatest gift that I can be of anything in the kingdom of God is a dead man. And what I mean by that is, is, is manure, is compost, is yeah. uh, any fertilizer. It's just dead stuff. If you yeah. go out and look at soil, you know what soil is? Dead leaves, dead bugs, dead animals, bones decaying into the ground and yeah. putting nutrients back That's into good. it. When I decayed, I became like soil. And when I became like soil, 30, 60, 100 time fruit started coming out of my life. Yeah. My children are prophesying, driving demons. Like All of this ministry that we have is coming out of me learning how to be soil so wow. that everything can grow out of it. And it comes, <laughs> soil comes by this, folks. You need to learn how to die to yourself. Church, I love the three-point sermons and, the, and getting everybody excited. But if we don't catch this, when Paul Man. says, put to death whatever belongs to the earthly nature. It's no longer I who live. I've been crucified and now Christ. This is a dying period. And when I learned how to die, I started to live. Man, I, I want to share this real quick. Come on, man, bro. I'm getting hit, bro. Me too. I love this, bro. This so is great, I want to talk about I'm having encounters, bro. Yeah, right? me just too. During I'm this. sitting here thinking because I'm I like I'm in this process, y'all. You know, and I'm I'm in that process. The other day, I think I told you this a little bit. The Lord said, this is the day Ryland—I'm addressed as Philip by the Lord now. He said, this is the day Ryland dies. Come on. And I felt a shedding off, right? I felt a shedding off, and I feel new life in me, man. And and, But I thought about John the Baptist. He's doing all these great exploits, and he's in jail, and he sends his disciples to Jesus. He said, should we look for another? Oh, my God. (laughs) And he said, tell him this, the, the blind see, the lame walk, and the deaf hear. And, and, and when they came back to John the Baptist, he said he, he had to face, he had to swallow the pill of humility because he, he was in ministry too. Like he mm. was doing great exploits. He had to swallow that pill of humility yep. and say, I must decrease oh, so he can God. increase. Come on, Lord. And dude, every man of God goes through this. And like John the Baptist, I mean, you know, in prison for for the gospel. Now here, Jesus's ministry is taking off. I could imagine how he felt. Yeah, he felt like a living sacrifice is what he felt. Yeah, but he he swallowed the pill of humility. He said, "Let him de- increase." Yes, this was testified. This is him. Let's yeah. go. You know? I'm not yeah. even worthy to tie his sandals. Right. Come on. That's humility. Yes. Dude. And, and church, if we can get back to washing feet and saying, I'm not even worthy to accept the call on my life. Right. Like mm-hmm. I'm not. But thanks be to Christ, I am. And that's why it says live a life worthy of the calling you've received yeah. is because it's by Christ that you're able to do this. I tried it without Christ. Well, not without. I tried it half Jesus, half me. Right. Not there, you know what <laughs> I mean? Yeah, I know. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? It was lukewarm. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, but I was on fire for Christ. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. But I was stealing glory along the way. That's not a life worthy of the calling you've right. received. So God checked me and he humbled me. Mm-hmm. And this is the revelation I want to share with you guys that I learned. Paul says this five different ways. He says it in Ephesians 4. He says it in 2 Corinthians 3 and 2 Corinthians 4. And you can look all this up. But he says something to the effect of put off the old self and put on the new. This is Ephesians 4, 22 and 23 and 24. But he says to put off the old self and put on the new. That's like changing clothes. That's what that meant in Greek. To put off was to take off the old clothes and be clothed in Christ. And this is how this happens. Every day you have to renew your mind. Every day. This isn't, the kingdom of God is not about our feelings. Yeah. And, and no offense, but your feelings aren't what matters. Paul was whipped, beaten, 
40 lashes minus one. He had his feet broke. He was imprisoned. He was enchained. He was stoned outside of Lystra and went back. Like, this is what I'm saying. This stuff hurts. Yeah. Man, I feel the Lord on that. I do too. <laughs> I got to Hold I on get... a second. <laughs> the, ooh, the kingdom is going to have some issues with it. Man. Let me come back to the old clothes first and then I'll get to that. When he says take off these old clothes, I think of like Clark Kent, right? Yeah. When you're walking around in your old clothes, you're Clark Kent. You can't do anything. Yeah. But when you put on the new clothes, all of a sudden the big ass on your chest. Yeah. You got the Superman rocking, which is Jesus, right? Yeah. I'm not saying Clark Kent's Jesus, but I'm saying when we walk around in the old clothes, <laughs> we're putting off the. He's saying take off the Clark Kent and put on the Superman. Yeah. Or, Speaking to me, bro. This is a <laughs> yeah. prophetic word of my life. Or, <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. Come on, bro. Yeah. So here, I'll take it a step further. This is what he showed me. This is every day with Danny. Yeah, like, it, if you it, hang out with him, <laughs> dude. Thank you. I, yeah. I I just love I love fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit. I know dude. You I love it. I do too. So if you think about a prisoner, right? It says this that Christ came to set the prisoners free, mm-hmm. to preach deliverance to the captives, to set at liberty those who are bruised. By the way, liberty is much greater than freedom. Freedom is a thought of being free. Liberty mm-hmm. is knowing it and acting in it. Wow. I pray that we get liberty in the kingdom, but here we are. We have liberty for those who are wounded, is what he's saying. He's healing healing broken hearts, restoring sight to the blind. This is Jesus' life. Right. Right? So in this, this taking off the old, when I recognized that those things could come upon me, it was like being a prisoner. Mm-hmm. The old clothes. Mm-hmm. If you're in prison, what do you wear? Prison clothes. <laughs> what, do they, what do they look like? They're big orange jumpsuits. Mm. They got a number on them, right? Yeah. <laughs> You're identified by a number. By a number. And an orange jumpsuit. Hey, inmate. You're called inmate, In- too. Yeah. Yeah. You don't even have a name. <laughs> wow. You're nameless. Yeah. You're called by a number or inmate, and you have an orange jumpsuit. Yeah. What does Jesus say in Isaiah 43? You are mine, and I have called you by by name. name. He calls us out. So when we take the old self off, the prison clothes come off. If I get released from prison with my orange jumpsuit and go to a job interview, I'm not getting the job. In fact, people are going to ask me, what the hell's wrong with you? Why are you rocking rocking this prison Right, what is going on? You've been released. Yeah. Church, when the old is gone and the new has come, you've been released from that place of captivity. The jumpsuit needs to come off, put off the old self, put on the new self, and now you get to wear Christ. So when I talk about my testimony, yeah, I got the salvation part down. That was awesome. Mm. That's why he's called Savior. But it took me a minute to learn why he's called Lord. Yeah. And when I recognized that he was called Lord by me putting on these new clothes and strapping on my kingdom attire and following him, Mm -hmm. denying myself, picking up my cross and following him, Mm -hmm. that's when I really had a testimony. Because before that, I was just telling what Jesus did in that one moment. Yeah. Now I have a lifestyle of testimony. I live a testimony every day by putting off the old and putting on the new. Kainos. You're living in kindness. Br- brand new, Come never on. before seen. Come on. So if you're a listener to this, this is what I want to challenge you with. How do you get the revelation that you are brand new in Christ and you don't need to wear the prison attire anymore? I'll even ask you to. How do we get this revelation that that's not who I am anymore? Because we know this. The enemy, day and night, night and day, is living to make accusation against us. Yeah. 
He's sitting before. We don't talk about this. In Job, he's, where have you come from? Right. Well, where was he meeting God when he asked him where he came from? In the heavenlies. This is so yeah. speaking to me too, man. You're, you're like, and I'm going to ask you to, because I, like I said, I just had this, I had this revelation the other day, like literally, like it was my kinos moment. I thought I was born again, mm. I, I like, but, but it was like another born again experience or yeah. something. It was so weird. <laughs> well, but I, that's the water and the spirit is constantly shoot. being regenerated. That's why Come he on. said you must be born of water and spirit. spirit. The water is washing you clean every Come day. On. Getting on, fresh good. revelation. Oh, that's good. On, dude. Yeah, like when it happened, I, I so I knew. Should I? Yeah, real quick. I I had I had I had a ticket for speeding. This was literally a few weeks ago, and I got pulled over. And you know, I'm thinking I'm he's gonna like write me a ticket and send me off with a ticket for speeding. He comes back up. I said, "Hey, officer, would you would you uh you know cut me a break on the speeding ticket?" He says, "Oh, I'll give you a break." He said, "I'm giving you one." I said, "What do you mean?" He said, "You got a capious warrant for something that happened in 2012." Oh wow! So before I found the Lord, this this happened, and and it was coming back to haunt me, and I felt like my past was coming to haunt me, mm. but it was actually God pulling that out to to cancel the debt. Yep. He was he was deeming me innocent. He went all the way in my past of things that I forgot about, and he's saying I'm I'm coming to clean your slate. And yeah. and when I was I, the, I had so much grace before the judge. He, he gave me a hundred and fifty dollar fine for it, and he could have suspended my license, but didn't. He's just I I got to testify to Jesus right in in the pulpit of the courthouse. Mm-hmm. I was like I found Jesus, and now I preach the gospel everywhere. Everywhere I go, and and they were like, congratulations, pay one hundred fifty. Can you pay today? Sure. So I go pay, and I'm looking at this date, and it's two seven. My nickname is Deuce. It's on my wrist. My, my just two and seven has been my numbers on my life, and I, I carry a spear of Gideon, right? <laughs> and so I look at this date and I'm like realizing like this, like my spirit has been or his spirit has been here before. And like, you know, the my spirit was catching up to it. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Rylan, this is the day you die. And I felt oil go deep down into oh, my soul, God. dude. I started weeping walking to my car. It went deep down in the pit and he uprooted every trauma I've ever had. I can't explain it. I am liberated, like I know this, and and when I was walking back, I was just I knew that he was my advocate. Yep, like he was my defender. He was my attorney before the Father. Come on, like you you made me think of that, yep. and that's exactly how I I I related to him in this moment. I'm like, man, you really do fight my battles, God. That's Thank good. you so much. But man, shoo, you're pulling stuff out of me, Danny. <laughs> oh, you viewers are in for a treat, man. I can just feel stuff being pulled out of you, you know, those that are going to hear this. And yeah, man. we just bless y'all. Keep going. Well, th- this is what happens to your point. Yeah. When Satan goes up in Job chapter one, where have you come from? I've come from the earth, roaming back and forth. Forth, yeah. It says that he roams around like a lion looking for whom he can devour. This is what Satan does. He's a roamer. Satan can only be one place at one time. Yeah. When mm-hmm. he's in heaven, where did you come from? Not where are you now? And God can be everywhere at one time. So when somebody says to me, Satan's attacking me, I'm like, he could be one place at one time, and he's probably in D.C., so you're good. All right? Just chill for a minute. <laughs> so this idea, this idea though, chill is, out, is very important because this is what I want to get to. This is how 
This is how a testimony, or no, that's not the right way to say it. This is how a kingdom life is born. Mm. And you mentioned it. J- uh, John 3, 5 is you must be yeah. born again, born again. Yeah. by water, water and, spirit. and spirit, right? Yeah. So he, he's saying that. But th- before that, <coughs> l- catch this, guys. You can't even see the kingdom of God unless you're born again. Come he on. said they won't even see it unless... So my life, I'm starting to see it every day that I'm being regenerated by the refreshing water of Jesus Christ. It says in John 7 that living water, I am the living water. That water purifies me day in and day out. And this is for all of us. The testimony starts when you accept Christ and he puts something new in you. But then you got to stoke it. Yeah. You can't just you can't just light it on fire and walk away. You got to put logs on it. You got to stir it up. Yeah. Yeah. And I stir it up. By being constantly with him. And and I'm going to read this one to you. Uh, I'm going to slow down so you can really hear it. This is Colossians 3, 9, and 10. Since you have taken off your old self with its old practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in the knowledge of the image of your creator. The one thing that needs to happen in our testimonies is that we need to get this right. This renewing is coming forth by new knowledge of who my creator is. Yeah. Day in, I, I've gone through a season. Remember, I told you I was dying. I was puking blood. I met Yahweh Rapha. Rapha healed me. Healer. But my testimony gets even better when God calls me out of the workplace altogether, professor and everything, and says, come home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what am I supposed to do with this, Lord? <laughs> I don't have an income. I haven't had one in almost three years. But now I know him as Yahweh Jireh. Come on. I know him as Jireh because I live in a place I don't pay anything for. Our for our listeners, what does that mean? Jireh means provider. provider. He who provides. It starts in Genesis, but it, it's the ram in the thicket thing where it says, but God will provide. Yeah. That's Abraham saying, yeah. but Yahweh will be Jireh in this situation. And he asked to sacrifice, hey, sacrifice yeah. your son. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That sounds like a good idea. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But he went with it. I know. Obedience. 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 That's what I mean. So here he is. Now I know him as Yahweh, which is God. Jireh, which is provider. God, my provider. I have a house that I don't pay for. I'm driving a car that I did not purchase. Hmm. I'm in an office space that I don't rent. Right? (laughs) Yeah. But my point is, is now when you really keep going with this stuff, mm-hmm. it gets deeper and deeper yeah, and so deeper. Deep, dude. So Paul gets knocked off the horse. That's the easy part of the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Going to Damascus for three years, training with the Lord, and then going back to preach and testify to the very people you persecuted? Yeah. Man, that's a whole different game right there. So now I'm in this new season where every day I, I, pastor, preacher guy here, I have to be renewed each day with new knowledge of who my father is. Yeah. And I know him is is caring. I know him as a nurturer. I know him as a provider, a healer. I know him as a strong tower. My wife and I do deliverance ministry. If you don't have a strong tower to sit under, you're not doing deliverance ministry. You're getting your butt kicked. Right. Yeah. So I it's know him as strong tower. Yeah. I know him as all of these things, and, and I, I don't know all of it. But I'm being renewed each day every right, time I discover yeah. something new Come about on. him. 
And that's what Jesus did while he was here, right? Yeah. When he preached to these guys, he was constantly saying, oh, the kingdom of God is like this, or it's like that, right, or there's yeah. a farmer, or there's a fisherman. There's or, a pearl. There's a pearl. <laughs> there's a great treasure. And he's telling yeah. all of these stories so that they could be renewed by new knowledge every yes, time to the on. point you get to Matthew 16, where he says, who do you say I am? Right. And then Simon says, "Bless." he says, you are the Christ, the right, Messiah. the Messiah. And he says, blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for my father has revealed this to you from heaven. You have new knowledge. Uh You're being renewed. Come on, man. You're being renewed by this new knowledge. And once he knows Mm. him as Messiah, game over. Yeah. You can't go back. I know him as Lord, Savior, Messiah, my King, my ruler. Once I know him as all of that, I can't go back. It's impossible. It's cool you talked about the good soil, too, because the first thing in Matthew 13 that it talks about after being good soil, it talks about understanding first. And I I hear you talking about this. Like, understanding comes down to knowing the Lord. Like, we have to know him in order to have this understanding in the first place because it's only— revealed through Christ. Yes. Yeah. So I caution anyone out there that's saying, I want to start a ministry. I want to do this. I want to, Jesus says, no one builds a tower without first counting the cost. Right. The cost is a lot, folks. It really is to our flesh. But as the flesh dies, it costs nothing because Jesus paid for it. But if you are thinking about doing some ministry work, I pray that you don't try to build a ministry on your testimony alone, but that you build it on a renewed vision, a renewed mind, day in and day out, until the point that you're so transformed that the old has literally passed away and all you have left is the new. Then you're ready to do ministry. Yeah, I love love the seed thing. Uh, It's the Nicodemus, the born again, too, Mm. like— he Nicodemus didn't have the understanding, and uh, God gave me a revelation one time. I want to share this. Ma- Matthew thirteen says that the 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 seed was snatched away by Satan mm-hmm. for the lack of understanding mm-hmm. on the footpath. Understanding the journey, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Nicodemus was on what his journey, <laughs> and he comes to Jesus, and Jesus said, "Except a man be born again, well, shall I go back up in my mother's womb, Lord?" He said, if I can't tell you about earthly things and you understand it, how could I tell you about heavenly things and you understand it? And the Lord dropped this bomb Mm. in me. He said, when understanding meets the seed, born again. That's exactly right. When that, when you get the understanding and the value, I mean, when you have a, when you have a, 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 embryo in the in a mother's womb mm. it's sitting there it's being developed it's being nourished by by its mother it 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 feeds off its mother it's one with its mother come on it's the only i think did you tell me about this where where the mother it's it's the back only yeah it's like back and forth it's the only place in like human history where people are uh, two two people are completely yoked together dependent on one another but yet also two individual lives at the same exactly. time. Exactly. Yeah. So the you told two me individuals about that, didn't in you? one I, place. I thought you were wow. the one that I was like, man. And and so when the understanding hits that seed, it's like mm. when a when a mother takes takes nutrients into her body to give it to her baby. Yes. And this is this is the father. When we're <laughs> yes. one spirit with Christ, he deposits the word into us to nourish that seed so it can come into fruition. Understanding. Come on, Wait, man. What, what did you say? When understanding meets, the, meets seed, the seed, you have been born again. Been born. Oh, That's wow. what Holy Spirit told me. That's a great word. Yeah. And, and to your point, this understanding, back up a little bit. He says... You're a Pharisee, a teacher of the law, and you don't understand <laughs> and you don't these write. things. You don't under 
stand these things. And what I've noticed He is, said that? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. What, what I've noticed is that I, I'm not anti-church, but the Lord called me out of church, too. Yeah. So yeah. we started doing home church stuff. Yeah. Bro, I, the church by—the capital C church, we don't understand mm-hmm. some of these kingdom right. principles yeah. because we've been so busy in making sure we only speak messages that keep people keep there. Keep people there, right. Exactly. And it's not meant to be kept. Mm-hmm. That's Therefore, go now. Make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the— right. Teaching them to obey yeah, all I've all commanded, commanded you. Yeah. <laughs> so this is a going thing. Yeah. And the going happens when we're reborn and we we it's literally you get a a kingdom passport in this yeah. understanding and this knowledge and this And then he shows you heavenly things. Yeah. Like he, he was trying to show him. I'm like, wow. Yeah. He he wanted to, but he had to get that first. Come on. And that's why he spoke in parables because it could relate to your natural situations. Like he always spoke with natural things in the in the natural. Mm-hmm. So that you could get a perspective because in the spiritual, it's all about perspective. It's all about understanding. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's and, making me and, think of that second veil, dude. It is it is, the yeah. Inner veil. Second Corinthians three. Well, okay. And that do you know the the only way to have the veil removed is in three sixteen. Behold the Lord and he'll remove the Turning veil. to the Turning Lord. Turning to yeah. him and behold him. Ah, yeah. When you so behold him, guess what happens? <laughs> What? There's a regeneration. There's a yep. new person that's being reformed every day because the veil's being lifted. And it even talks about in 2 Corinthians 3, you'll be tested of what you build your house on. Come on, exactly right. What material? Exactly <laughs> bro, right. That, on, tested. Bro, tested. Tested. I love 2 Corinthians 3, 4, 5, and 6, yeah. and 7, 8, 9. 10, 11, 12. Yeah. They're all really good. <laughs> yeah. 2 Corinthians 12, I held yeah. out there for a long time. My yeah. grace is sufficient. Like, rock oh, me. Oh, man. But uh, th- this is, I think this is a really good point just to pause for a minute because I'm a fire hose. And sometimes people are like, man, he just said a whole you lot. You are a fire hose, Danny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just, you just said a whole lot. Yeah. And if I could just boil it down to the simplest, a teacher can take complex matters and make them simple. Yeah. This is the simplicity of the gospel. It doesn't matter where you are right now. It doesn't matter where you were yesterday. You are welcome at the seat mm. that Jesus has prepared for you. Mm. And it's just this simple. God, if you're real, save me. And you can come back to his house, and he will, he will choose to remember the sins no longer. He'll remove them as far as the east is. He is a good, gracious father. But once you get that, then he wants you to go from being a baby, from a toddler to a teenager, to becoming a man or woman in his kingdom. We cannot stay at the revelation of salvation and expect to do manly stuff or womanhood stuff in the kingdom of God. There's a maturation that needs to happen. Mm. Yeah. So first and foremost, the gospel is for whosoever. Anybody who believes, Jesus will take you in. But then, if you've been walking with the Lord for 2, 3, 10, 12 years, I I don't care how long, my question would be this. Are you being transformed by the renewing of your mind? Are you able to see the things of heaven and behold them to the point that you don't even see yourself anymore? That's why it says that we look onto a mirror right. to see the image and glory of God. It's the We should be able to see the image of God replicating itself in us. Not that we are gods. That's a false teaching. Don't ever listen to anybody tells you that. But... That we could become like him in the image that he's made us so that we could see his glory working in our lives. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Praise God. 
Getting too old to be sipping on babas. Yeah, man, it's time for the meat, right? It's time for the meat. You know, six, but baby, let's go. but but you know, I love how you laid it out, Danny. I do, man. That's so it's good, such Danny. a good, such a good way of laying out your story and sharing each time that Jesus took you along the metamorphosis or the transformation. You know, that's what transforming your mind is. Yep. And uh, I just, I just, I'm thankful. I feel like a lot, of, a lot of people on here are going to be touched, dude. I, yeah. I was. I'm, yeah, I know. I'm getting. I'm over here getting wrecked. I'm I like, pray that you can hear this message and that you'll just receive Christ. Yes, come you don't on. need my testimony. Go get your own and let Jesus transform yeah. you. Amen. And and just real quick, I just you were talking about all this understanding. Stuff. It's really hitting me right now. Yeah, I love how Jesus says, "Thank you, Father." This is what he says in front of the ferret. Thank you, Father, that you have hidden, hidden. these things from the wise, but revealed them hidden to babes, babes. Yeah. which means you made it understandable to the babes. Yeah. So if you are a baby, you should desire spiritual milk, it says. Yeah. Peter yeah. says you should eagerly desire spiritual milk. Mm-hmm. But what my wife and I say, my son is 12 years old now. My oldest is 12. If I put him in a high chair and start spoon feeding him, that's weird. Church, we've been putting people in high chairs, spoon feeding the God mm. for we 12, 50, 20 years, 50 years. I know people I know. 50 years to go to church every Sunday, but yeah. I haven't seen the transformation. I haven't seen the putting off of the old self and on the new. And and when and I'm not discrediting people. What I'm saying is, is when you look at the stories that Jesus touched, the leper, the lame, the blind, the, they were radically transformed into something new. <laughs> So if Christ is in your life and you have accepted him, I'm sitting here with two men that I know their stories. We have All three of us have accepted him, and no one from 20 years ago can recognize who I am now. No yeah. one. Same, bro. They yeah. just can't. People say to me, I can't, I can't even imagine. I can't see either. Vinny as like as Dude, like I, when I tell my own testimony, I'm I'm like, what? Who, what is the story that I'm saying right now? Because I feel like I'm, I'm lying or something because I don't know that dude yeah. anymore. Like, who is that? Right. Like, yeah, I, I know, I know uh, you know, Chris is uh, David's friend, uh, Chris Kramer or whatever. He yeah. said, he knows people that I went to high school with. And I well, I was like playing softball with him one, one night. And uh, this kid, Nick Bird, and I used to be a man. I used to be messed up in high school. He's like, man, that dude ain't even the same anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I wasn't trying to like look a certain way or anything. It's just God does really does transform us. You're a, yeah, you're, you're a new yeah. creation. Amen. Yeah, or new creature. I like that, the King James. New creature, yeah. Yeah, I like to be a creature. So, Danny, won't you do me a favor? I feel like this is a good time to, to pray for the people watching, yeah. and it's a kind of a good, I feel grace to like move into that. Yeah. Uh, pray for the people to have understanding, and whatever you feel led to pray, I trust you. Sure. Yeah. Sure. First of all, Heavenly Father, I thank you. I thank you that you make all things new. Behold, I'm making all things new. Even all the way back to Isaiah, I am doing, forget the things of the past. Do not dwell on them any longer. For behold, I am doing a new thing. Do you not perceive it? My prayer for all of us right now is this, that we would see the new thing that God did in Christ and then that I pray that we would see the new thing that Christ wants to do in us. Yes. I pray that we would be so radically transformed that when the world looks at us, they don't even see us anymore because the old is so passed away that they only see the newness in Christ. Yes, God. I pray for every hurt, 
broken soul, if your children are hurt, by God, pray for them. But anybody who's lost and, and just sopping it up, slapping it up with the pigs right now, it says this in Luke 15, the prodigal son came to himself and came mm. back home. When it says he yeah. came to himself, he had the revelation that I'm out here being who I'm not meant to be. I pray that every one of us would have the revelation of wherever I am in my sin, that's not who I'm called to be, and that we would return back to the Father's house and let him lavish his love upon you. Yes. I pray that we would be bold enough to go to the Father, but humble enough to actually receive the new wine that he wants to pour out over us. Yes. In fact, that that right there, I pray that we would be new wineskins. That word in Greek is kynos. I pray that we would be so kynos in our new skin <laughs> wow. that we could actually receive the neos that's his new wine. Those are two different Greek words. But anyway, I, I pray right now, Father, that his wine is new, but it, it, it's fresh. It's, it's a, a new covenant in him. But I pray that our wineskins would be so brand knew that we could actually contain the glory of Christ, that we could carry this. Yes, God. I pray for the hearts that have been hurt. Man, I feel like there are people out there that have been abused, mm. people that have been neglected, uh, sexually abused, physically abused, uh, people that have, have, have been hurt to the point that they can't understand where God is. And if that's you, I just pray right now that you would see Jesus hung on a cross for all of us. He took all of our pain. It says in 2 Corinthians 5, ooh, man, I feel the Lord on this mm. one. He made him who knew no sin, sin to yes. be sin, to become sin for all of us so that we might become the righteousness of Yahweh himself. Yes. That means that Je when God looks at the cross, he sees me, and when he looks at me, he sees Jesus. It's just not fair. I didn't go through it. So if you have suffered anything unfair, I pray that we would all see the revelation of how unfair it is that I could even be drawn into the kingdom of God as a sinner because somebody else suffered mightily for me. Yes, Lord. I bless us all and have an ears that hear and eyes that see. Folks, the world is changing rapidly. It isn't going to get better. Not without Christ, but with Christ we can unite. <laughs> we can come together, form communities. Get your testimony, get your salvation, and come grow up with us. In Christ's name I pray. Yes, Jesus' name. Amen. You got anything, Vinny? Man, yeah, I just thank you, Danny. Yeah, thank yeah. You. <laughs> Seriously, bro. It's an honor. You're welcome here. back on the show. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's an honor to be with you guys. Yeah, yeah. same, bro. And uh, thank you guys for watching, man. Uh, yeah. I'm just I'm drunk in the spirit. Now. I am too, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I've honestly just been sitting here, just getting blasted this whole time. Yeah, I've been receiving myself. Lord, Lord, very Lord. fresh, man. I yeah. appreciate that. So let's you. just pray for Danny, Father, right now, God. I just thank you for brother Danny, God. I thank you for the anointing he carries, God. The oracle that he is, Father God. The wisdom that he pours out, God. I pray that you would fill him full from the top of his head to the soles of his feet, God, with just purity and holiness mm -hmm. and anointing oil and fire, God. I thank you, God, that he just he just partners with your spirit as you he moved forward. God, would you bless him and his family, Lord? Continue to bless him, Lord God. I thank you for the overflow, the 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 Ephesians one overflow mm -hmm. flowing <laughs> down into his house like milk and honey, Lord. 
and God, that the promise is his portion, God, and that his hands uh, are anointed, his mind is anointed, his wife, his kids, Father. Yeah. And I thank you for the treasury of heaven being opened up to him, God, to to move him forward, God, to move him forward and yeah. into, into more, Lord. We just pray for more. Yeah. In Jesus', In Jesus mighty name. name. And I just want to, yeah, thank you, Lord, thank for you, your Lord. ministry that you've trusted Danny with, with yes. um, Kingdom, is it Kingdom Learners? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Lord, we just... Look them up, too. Yeah, look up Kingdom Learners, guys. But, yeah, Holy Spirit, we just ask that you would just pour fresh even more. Um, even that, yeah, as they as they grow, they're mm. even every day becoming more and more new, more and more new. Everybody yes. in his... And his team and his family, yes, the people God. around Thank him, you, Lord God, they, w- they would all just be being transformed every day into your image, God, that you would be- bring fresh manna to them, Lord God, that every day they would step in hungry for you to see what you're doing, that it would just be such a testimony to you. Everything that they would do would just prophesy to your goodness and your glory, Lord. And yeah, Holy Spirit, we just pray a- an outpouring over their team, their ministry, Um and families, God, yes. that would just be a fresh move of you, Lord, a fresh move from you, God, that they're partnering with every day, God. And yes. we just champion them um, as brothers here, yeah. Lord. We just yes. um, affirm everything that you're doing. Yes. And, yeah, listeners, we just invite you guys to come in and um, just get behind them and pray for them. Uh, just like we're doing now to, to just bless them, affirm them and um in the Lord. And yeah, God, um I just ask that you would bless them abundantly as they follow you in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Now I want I want everybody to do me a favor and you gotta do this with us, Danny. We're gonna give Jesus some smooches. Ready? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Bless y'all. Oh man. Family, thank you guys for joining us in our PDA podcast with your hosts, Vinny and Philip Redeem. It was such a pleasure smooching our Lord and Savior together. Until next time, my friends. Follow us on Facebook at Vinny Loves Jesus or Vinny Harris or at Philip Redeemed Hickman.